Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm Chad Owens. Happy Hump Day Wednesday. Uh, yeah, midweek. We're almost there. <laughs> Look, I can't stress it enough. This is Christmas month. Holidays are right around the corner. And we all can use a little extra cash. Don't forget to turn in your football fever ballots at Select Long's Drugs. $500 cash weekly up for grabs. Uh, if you don't, know, you don't know what football fever is, it's our weekly contest in the Honolulu Star Advertiser. Uh, it's for the NFL season. You just simply pick up your football fever ballot in the newspaper, fill out who you think is going to win for that week, turn it in to Select Long's Drugs, and sit and wait. You could be a winner of $500 cash. At the end of the season, we're going to be doing $1,000 cash. So you don't want to miss out. And again, thank you to our sponsors for making football fever possible. Mercedes-Benz of Honolulu, Windows Hawaii, Hawaiian Telecom, and Long's Drugs. Excuse me. Uh, we are ready to roll. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's dive on in to the CO2 rundown. All right, we're going to recap this Ravens-Dallas game, which, again, got scheduled uh, to be played yesterday because of COVID. All games getting postponed, pushed back, moved around. Uh, the NFL is doing their best to manage this. But anyway, here's what happened. The Ravens just beat up on the Cowboys uh, on the ground, especially they won 34-17. Lamar Jackson, who is back off the COVID-19 list, rushed for 94 of the Ravens, 294 yards, and he also had a touchdown. Uh, this is, again, like I said, Lamar Jackson's first game back in weeks since being on the COVID-19 uh, list. And look, he quoted, I, can't, uh, I still can't really smell uh, or taste anything, but I'm good. Well, let me tell you this, man. He definitely didn't lose his taste of making plays and smelling that end zone because uh, he balled against the Ravens. And an unfortunate turn of events that happened prior to the game, right before kickoff, Dez Bryant, receiver for the, for the Baltimore Ravens, uh, got pulled and wasn't allowed to play due to a positive COVID-19 test. Uh, he was looking forward to facing his old team and the Cowboys. And then it happened. And Des Bryant later took to Twitter and says, Yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and just sit out the rest of this season. Uh, and yeah, just he actually said quit on the rest of the season because he can't deal with this. Um, look. There's a lot of players that are going through this right now. A lot of situations, a lot of issues, a lot of ups and downs with this COVID-19 man in the NFL. And in sports, I guess he had, he's had enough of it. But to come out and make a statement like that, after being given an opportunity to play again, after being out for three years, I don't know if uh, I would have made that type of statement. But anyway, look, to each his own. Um, I guess Des Bryant is done for the season. Who knows? His career might be done again. That's it for the NFL. Let's move on.
All right, college football rankings are out and the top six teams are the same that it has been for the last three weeks. Uh, so no change there. But Ohio State got some bad news. They found out that they won't be playing in the Big Ten Championship because they only played five games after their match versus Michigan State was canceled due to positive COVID test results on the Michigan State side. The minimum games that needed to be played to qualify was six. Texas A&M sits at the fifth spot with their game versus Ole Miss postponed a second time. Look, that's that's tough, you know, because Ohio State probably should be in that in that game, uh, and you know, it's it's unfortunate. Uh, no one's at fault. It is what it is, but. That's tough, man, you know, uh, especially for the seniors, especially for guys that wanted to, you know, go out with a bang, to go out and win a championship um, in the midst of the COVID-19, you know, uh, pandemic. Um, You know, I just, I can speak to, you know, from experience because, you know, this is, this is, this is definitely a super, super tough time for these guys. And I can only imagine if, my senior year, that the Hawaii Bowl was, you know, we, 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 we missed a game or we didn't get to play a game and we didn't qualify for the Hawaii Bowl or, or, or something like that because we needed to play X amount of games, I'd have been sick. You know, so this is what these guys live for the past three years. Maybe this is their fourth year. Maybe this is their fifth year. And they're not able to be in that game. Um... It's heartbreaking, you know, knowing what, what I went through, knowing what it feels like to, to play that game, everything you worked for the entire season. Um, yeah, I feel for these kids, man. And I, and I just hope that there's a, a, you know, a bright light on the other side when, when all these college athletes, not just football, but just, you know, these college athletes, I just hope that there's a bright light on the other side when we all get through this. All right, some good news here. Mayor Caldwell gave his approval to allow for both UH men's and women's basketball season to start. It was announced the University of Hawaii men would face Hawaii Pacific on Friday at 7.05 p.m. at the Stan Sheriff Center. The women will play HPU on Sunday at 5.05 p.m. Both games will be played with no fans in the stands. That was expected. It's possible the early part of the league schedules for the men and women will be affected by this pandemic, obvious. Nobody is going to want to fly into California, and no one is going to want to fly out of it. Over the next week or so, some big things could break. So stay tuned and pay attention, because we're going to have more from Stephen Tsai in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser. Steven Sai also has a story on the University of Hawaii football team on trying to end the season on a positive. He spoke with Coach Todd Graham, and Coach had to say this, that Sunday starts the 2021 season. They want to start 1-0 by beating the winless UNLV uh, this weekend. And you also know that UNLV is 0-5, and they're going to be playing hard trying to achieve their start of their next season with with a one game season as we like to call it every week you want to make it a one game season but they're looking to do the same on their side 
So uh, look, they also said that it's a lot easier to build with a, with a win than a loss. So we should see some inspired football played on Saturday from both sides. Uh, but Coach Graham believes that they have enough talent to compete with anyone in the Mountain West. They just need to eliminate the penalties, right? Uh, the turnovers, which I've talked about, those two stats are the number one stats that determines wins and losses and the big chunk plays on defense. So I know they have a focus and, you know, it is a long offseason, uh, but look, it's always a great way to go into the offseason with a win. So we're ho they're hopeful that they're going to walk out to the whole stadium on Saturday with a 4-4 four and four mark. Good luck, fellas. Um, we're all rooting for you. We're always behind you. And let's definitely finish this season strong. And let's create the momentum um, going into the offseason, going into next year. Uh, this is a statement game. right? There is no tomorrow. There is no next week. Put it all on the field. Everything you got. All three phases. Offensive, defensive, special teams. Um, bring your best. That's my advice to the players. This week, bring your best. You're going against an 0-5 team who you should dominate. So go out there, impose your will, and dominate like we all know you can. Good luck. All right, uh, this next story, I'm just going to quickly touch on it. Um, this should never happen in sports, but uh, here it is. A controversy in the UEFA Champions League match yesterday at a PSG v Instable BB match. Yeah, I know that was a mouthful. The incident in which a match official allegedly used a racial comment towards Instable's assistant coach. The players from both teams requested the official to leave, and ultimately both teams decided not to proceed with the match after the incident. Uh, you know, th there's no place in sports for that, especially with all of this, you know, social injustice and everything that's going on in the world, there's no place for it in sports. And, hey, hats off, man. Kudos to both teams for standing up for each other and, you know, making a stand and saying, look, this is bigger than the game. Uh, those those issues need to be resolved, and I'm glad that they, they did what they did. But yeah, there's there's no place for that in sports. All right, and a um, area that I've been diving into uh, and I've been loving, you know, surfing. I obviously bodyboard, but yesterday the Pipe Invitational, it's a surf contest, uh, took place at Bonsai Pipeline. Uh, of course, the Pipe Masters. Uh, and finals are, are later this week, but uh, it was an unbelievable showing and unbelievable waves uh, for, the, for the event yesterday. Uh, Joshua Moniz shined above them all, and this is, this is what's awesome about this. He made it out of this qualifying rounds to get into the Pipe Masters final rounds, and his brother, Seth Moniz, is already qualified for the Masters, so that's epic, man. Brothers could potentially be going after it uh, on a one-on-one -on -one basis for the crown, so that's gonna be epic, that's gonna be unreal. Uh, if you guys haven't seen it, man, go, go look at the highlights. 
just unbelievable conditions at Pipeline and which was closed. Normally they have the beaches open, it's packed like an arena, a sports arena. That's, that's their arena, you know, that's their fan base is on the sand. And unfortunately it was closed due to the, due to the pandemic. Uh, so, you know, I'm pretty sure it felt a little different to them guys, you know, when they look back on the beach, not seeing anyone on the sand, but it didn't seem to affect them because them guys are out there catching some unbelievable waves. Uh, good luck to everyone that's in the Pipe Masters coming up here in a day or two. And that is it for the CO2 rundown today. Uh, I had a blast uh, going to today's show. I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. I want to say thank you to our sponsors again, Mercedes-Benz of Honolulu, Windows Hawaii, Hawaiian Telecom, and Lungs Drugs for making this show possible. And I want to thank you for tuning in. I will see you guys on Aloha Friday.